Hello, and welcome back to Clarity Combos for Wedding Pros. I'm your host, Aislinn. I am so excited to have you guys back here. This episode is going to be so fun, and I'm so excited because I know that it's going to be helpful for a lot of you. I don't know if you've ever had this thought, but I hear it a lot in the wedding industry, and I hear it a lot from artists and creatives in general. And the thought is, I'm not good at sales. So I was driving this morning to get coffee, and I actually had that thought. And I will preface this by saying I've been in business for 14 years and I still have this thought of I'm not good at sales. And what I had to do in that moment, because the thought came and I was like, ooh, that does not serve me. That thought right there keeps me from doing a lot of things that I really want to do in my life. We have got to clear that thought. So what I did in that moment was I looked at the thought and I said, okay, we are going to look for evidence of the opposite. So here's the evidence of the opposite. I've been in business for 14 years. That alone is evidence. Like I have a long-term, sustainable, profitable business. I obviously am at least decent at sales. I've also made a lot of money in my business over the past however many years I've been in business. It's 14 at this point. I've made a lot of money. I've also had people who hired me without any objections. We didn't have to have any kind of conversations about haggling or anything like that. They just hired me. I've had many people sign up for coaching with me without ever being my DMs. They've never like had a conversation with me. They just sign up. I've had a lot of very high-paying clients. And when I say high-paying, I mean, most of the time it's in the five-figure range. I am good at sales. But sometimes it is really easy for us to play into this narrative of I'm not good at sales because of what our cons- like our construct of sales actually is. So here's what I realized. I realized that my definition of sales had gotten kind of gross. And if you're in the online space, it can definitely feel that way. There's a lot of bro marketing out there. There's a lot of like, do this. And it's like, really like doesn't feel good. And this is why I work so hard with my clients in the coaching space to help them create systems, processes, and their business strategy that feels good for them. So I could give you a sales tactic and you're going to be like, oh, that is icky. I could give you a sales tactic and you could be like, oh my God, that's the best thing in the world. And it's the same sales tactic. It just really depends on what feels good for you. So when we're defining sales, the reason I felt like I wasn't good at sales, and you might resonate with this, is I had defined it as sales is handling objections. It's selling pain points. It's haggling on price. And it's talking about features. If I were to go by the definition of I'm not good at sales by that definition of handling objections, selling pain points, features, and haggling on price, yeah, I'm really bad at that. (laughs) And I will like willingly admit that I'm really bad at that. And that is okay because that's actually not the definition of sales. So here's the construct that I want to give you guys around sales that I want you to start to see that there could be a different way of thinking about this. I want you to look at sales as storytelling. I want you to look at sales as energetics and how you show up at the table when you're talking to a potential client. And I want you to talk, I want you to think about sales as sharing your process, your unique process. So when I started to think about it in that way, I was like, oh yeah, of course I'm good at sales. And you are too. If you are good at storytelling, you're good at like showing up at the table powerfully when you're at a sales conversation and you're good at sharing your process you will attract amazing clients who trust you and trust your process because you're not selling them on the features of, oh, I do eight hours of coverage and I have a second shooter and that second shooter has five years of experience. Your client doesn't care. Your client, I mean, like they, they're they going to care, but they're not going to care 
like about that. They're really going to care about how are they going to feel on their wedding day? How, you know, how are you going to handle things on their wedding day? How are you under pressure? Are you directive? Are you more of like a fly on the wall? And being able to communicate that is such a key thing when it comes to selling our services. And this also goes for if you decide to have like a course or you decide to have coaching or any kind of extra revenue streams, it's the same thing. Like you, you can be good at sales in the wedding world and you can also be good at sales in the coaching world and in the course creation world. There's really not this huge difference that people make it out to be like, oh, I, I've been doing, you know, weddings for 10 years. That means I won't be good at selling my course. If you've been doing weddings for 10 years at this point, like you should be pretty good at sales. Like you, you have a process. You might not have thought about that process, but you have one. So when I talk about um, sales defined as storytelling and energetics and sharing your process. If you don't have a process, oh man, we have got to talk <laughs> because if you don't have a process and you're just winging it every single time you go into a wedding, that right there is something that you can work on right now and fix right now. And it will help you at the sales table when people are asking you about a wedding day and like what it looks like on a wedding day with you. So This is actually something that we work on in my signature program, SAP, is your workflows and your processes. And I will not sit there and tell you exactly what your process should be or what your workflow should be for your business, but I will have you declutter the things that are not necessary and don't help the client journey. I will also help you like figure out like what actually feels good in your process and what just feels like really, really heavy, because those are the things that we have to shift in order to scale our businesses. So that's one of the things that you have to be really good at is sharing your process. So right now, asking yourself, like, do you have a good process? Answer probably yes. You'll probably say yes to that. Is your process easy to explain? Is it easy to explain to your client? Let's just take a wedding photographer, for example. When I was a wedding photographer, I had a pretty like amazing process. Like I, I will pat myself on the back on that. I liked the process that I had. And I had a lot of clients who said they liked the process. So what they liked so much about the process is that we had certain touch points with them. So when we did their engagement session, that was also the time that we were talking to them about albums for the first, well, the second time. We talked about albums during the consultation. But then when we got to their engagement session, we actually showed them the albums themselves. In that moment, we were able to tell them like, hey, like here's all your options. Like, you guys give us a price range and then we're going to create something custom for you. And so the clients really had a lot of autonomy and had a lot of like authority over what they were buying, which was amazing for all parties involved. So that was part of the process that my clients really, really liked. That was something that I could explain during the consultation. It was something I could put into my marketing. It was something that I could put on my website. It was something I could talk about with, you know, if I was ever at like a networking event or something, like I could talk about my process in that way. If you have an easy to explain process, it is so much easier to refer you as like another vendor. And it's so much easier for clients to get a handle on what they're getting when they work with you. If you're just like willy nilly, like, oh yeah, like we might have an engagement session and I don't know, it might be two hours or it might be, you know, 45 minutes. I don't really know. It just really depends, you know, like that right there is going to be confusing to the buyer. They're not going to necessarily be able to see themselves in that client journey. And that's one of the big things about sales is that we really want our clients to be able to see themselves in the client journey. So when you're thinking about sales and like being good at sales, being able to explain your process is a really big one. The second thing that you need to think about is energetics, how you're actually showing up at the consultation table. So let's just say you actually do consultations. 
So like a new person inquires with you, they're amazing. You're so excited. They have like questionnaires that they fill out and then you have a call with them. This right here, it's so important to show up to these calls in a very powerful way. And some of the ways that we can do that is body language. Other ways that we can do that is by having a really good process and being able to explain the process. And then my favorite way to be really good at showing up energetically at the table is to have a roadmap. So um, I could go through my entire sales process for the consultation. I probably will do an, a like separate episode on this. But when I showed up to these consultations with these clients who were about to pay me anywhere from ten dollars to $20,000 to photograph their wedding, what I would do is at the very beginning of it, I would say, okay, I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be an amazing time together. This call is probably going to take anywhere from 45 to 60 minutes. It really just depends on how chit-chatty we are. And that's totally up to you guys. We are going to start out doing a little bit of conversation around what you need, what you want for your wedding day. I'm going to walk you guys through our process. And then after I walk you through the process, I'm going to open up the floor for any questions you have. And then from there, um, we will talk about the next steps. I just gave them a roadmap that tells them exactly what they're getting into, exactly how much time it's going to take, and exactly when they can start to ask questions so it never gets off track. This right here is like so amazing for the psyche. Like people like love it when you give them a roadmap because it really helps them to like understand like where they're going. Especially like I don't know about you guys, but like I had so uh, quite a few clients who had ADHD and like for me like it was really easy for me to give them like a roadmap and they'd be like, "Okay, back to like circling back to where we were supposed to be on this roadmap." And that really helped people to to like see themselves in the process but also to understand that I definitely have a process. So that right there is just a quick little tip that if you're not currently doing um, consultations that have like a roadmap at the very beginning, you should definitely do them. And if you want my help with this, this is something that we do talk about in the group coaching calls in um, Success Accelerator Program. It's also something I talk with my private coaching clients about. So the final thing when it comes to sales defined as storytelling energetics and sharing my process um, is going to be storytelling. So storytelling being like the thing that you're doing when you're either at the consultation table or you are like marketing yourself on social media or it's your website, you have to tell your story. You have to tell their story. How are they going to feel? How are they, how are you going to show up on their wedding day? What are you doing to show up powerfully on their wedding day as a solid grounded presence? These are all different types of storytelling instead of just being like, oh yeah, you get eight hours of coverage and a second shooter who's been shooting for five years and I back up all my images. All of that is expected. All of that is expected. It is expected that you have systems and processes to your client. So when you're selling yourself and like yourself, not selling yourself, when you're selling your services and you're selling like your wedding um, services, like I really want you to think about like selling the story and storytelling. So when you're sitting at that consultation table and like you're like talking to them about like their wedding day, really walking them through like, hey, we're not going to do a timeline meeting right here and now, but I really want to walk you guys through some of the beautiful parts of your day that you can expect and how we are going to show up in those spaces. So all of that is really, really important when you're talking about sales. And all of that is really going to help you feel like you actually are good at sales. Selling isn't about selling what makes you the same. It really is about selling what makes you different. So 
This is a post that I did a couple of weeks ago that really resonated with a lot of wedding professionals. When you're selling that you are a photographer and you're selling that you do eight hours of coverage and that you have a second shooter and that you'll show up early on their wedding day and they'll get their images in X amount of time, whatever, whatever, you're really selling the same thing that every other person is selling. But when you sell them on what makes you different, I like, so for me, for example, a lot of people hired me because I'm a very grounded presence and they wanted that on their wedding day. So one of the things that people would tell me at the consultation table is, we have a lot of family dynamics that are really crazy. And I'm really worried that they're going to get out of hand on wedding day. Is there anything like, you know, what, what would you do basically? So instead of being like, oh, well, I'll be there for eight hours and I'll have a second shooter. Like that's selling the features. Instead of that, you can really like elaborate on, you know, um, if you are worried, this is how I would talk to a client if we were talking about this and they were like interested in hiring me. I understand completely that you have family dynamics. That's totally normal. Um, that's something that all of our clients like really do come to us and ask questions about. So I'm really glad that you felt comfortable asking about that. So on a wedding day, my primary focus is to make sure that you and your spouse are having an amazing time. I am also in charge of making sure that there's a safe space for you to feel your feelings. So I'm going to be a grounded presence. And if I see anything that's starting to become chaotic, I'm going to ask you in that moment, is there anything you need right now? Would you like me to take you over here for just a second so we can breathe and we could talk about pictures or something? I am showing that client in that moment that I am advocating for them. They're telling me, hey, I'm worried about this thing. And I'm telling them I'm going to advocate for you. That makes me different. That right there is a selling point that makes me different. So are you able to do that for your clients? Is that something you do is sell like what makes you different? So from here, I'm going to give you guys some really good questions that you can ask yourself. And I want you to go, you know, journal on these, ask these like as you're driving, whatever it is, I want you to just think about these. And I really hope that this helps you to feel better at sales because I promise you, you are better at sales than you think you are. And you have proof. You already have proof. You do not have to do a single thing to find proof that you are good at sales. So the questions I want to ask you are, you can journal these out. Am I good at sales? And if I believe that I'm not good at sales, why do I believe that? And once you find the reasons why you are quote unquote, not good at sales, I want you to ask what proof can I find that is the opposite of this? What proof can I find that I actually am good at sales? And I want you to go figure that out and like, you know, journal it out, whatever it is. Okay. The next question is, do I have a distinct process that I take my clients through? And can I explain it easily? Do I have a distinct process I could take my clients through? And can I explain it easily? The easily part is very important. <laughs> um, you do not need to overthink it. You do not, do not need to overcomplicate it. Your process can be easy, I promise. The next question is, am I showing up powerfully when somebody does inquire with me? Or am I acting like I'm replaceable and anyone could do my job? Am I showing up powerfully when someone does inquire? Or am I acting like I'm replaceable and anyone can do my job? right? Yeah. That one probably was a big oof for some of you. <laughs> definitely an oof for me. There was a season of my life where a season of my business where I definitely felt like I was like replaceable. Um, but I started to realize selling what makes me different, like makes me irreplaceable when it comes to like how I show up on a wedding day. And the final question I want you guys to ask is what would it look like in my business if sales were easy? 
Yeah. How does that one feel? I love that one. I, I love that one so much because it, it's just such a fun, fun thought to have. Like, what would it actually look like if sales were easy? Like, what would that feel like? What would that look like? How would I show up if I knew sales were easy? So I really want you guys to get into this mindset of sales get to be easy for me and they get to be fun. And it's just me storytelling. It's just me sharing my process and connecting with the human across the table for me. And I'm so excited to do that. When you come at sales from that energy, oh my gosh, everything's going to change for you. It, it really, really does change the game. I I now believe that sales get to be really, really easy for me. And I have so much proof that that's true. So when somebody inquires of me in my coaching business and they're like, hey, like I I heard your podcast or I heard like you were guest speaking somewhere somewhere like and they're like, I really want to work with you. Like, what's that look like? I'm going to do storytelling and I'm, I'm going to like I've already done storytelling in my content, but I'm going to tell them about my process. I'm going to show up powerfully in that moment and I'm going to connect with the human across the table for me. And I think that is one of the best things that we can do is, is really thinking about like sales does not have to be icky and it doesn't have to be weird and it doesn't have to be heavy. It really can just be a conversation. And how good does that feel that it can just be a conversation, you know? So I hope you guys liked today's episode. I had so much fun recording this and so much fun thinking about this topic. And this is something I love helping my clients with. If you are interested in mindset and mastering your mindset, mastering your sales process, mastering your energetics in your business, and you're a wedding professional, I have a signature program. It's called Success Accelerator Program. It is currently enrolling and it is a 12-month program where you really get to do all those things. You get to master your mindset. We talk about your sales process. We also talk about launching additional revenue streams. But honestly, my favorite part is the energetics and the mindset piece. It's an amazing space. It's something that I love and you can find it in the show notes. You can also find me on Instagram at Aislinn Eileen Coaching. But I am so excited for you guys to take this and run with it. Like, just go run with it. Like, take these notes for your next sales conversation and just go run. I hope that you have an absolutely beautiful day. And if you had any comments or anything that you want to hear about on the podcast, you can leave me a note and I will add it to our list of things that we're going to talk about. All right. I hope you have a beautiful day and I will talk to you very soon. 